Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you watch morning television? Uh, I don't. Part of the reason I don't is because of my work schedule. I do an overnight show. And I'm going to assume that you probably don't either. Either you're up late and you sleep in or you're just doing stuff. Now, if, you, if you're like me and you do not partake in the trough of fluffery that is morning television, you might not have heard about Johnny Football popping up. I'm going to assume you missed this. Now, he, he spoke on Good Morning America, which I guess is still a thing. And uh, Johnny Manziel said that he is now sober and he wants to get back to the NFL. Woohoo! Now, Johnny's been talking to a Canadian Football League outfit for the past several weeks. There's been some flirtation, public flirtation. There's a window, there was an artificial deadline that Manziel had. He did not reach that. Uh, but in this made for television appearance, the former Heisman Trophy winner, Johnny Manziel, announced that he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder last year, and he claimed that he was self-medicating with alcohol and drugs, and he's much better now. He's in a much better spot 
than he had been. In fact, we have, just to prove that I'm not lying, just to show you that this is not some kind of made-up, for-effect portion of Sports Talk Radio. Let's listen here, because I didn't see this live, and I'm going to again assume that you didn't see it live. Here's a little taste of Johnny Manziel, who uh, said that there, there was an issue there, and uh, guess who helped him? Guess who helped him with his issue? You don't understand when people come up to us like, what the hell is your son doing? And I didn't really feel that until my mom said that. She just oh, broke mom. down. She was crying. And mom. I saw trickle-down effects of what I was doing in my daily life that were meaningless and pointless and, and selfish. Yeah. All right, so selfish. So you brought mom into the conversation. Remember that. File that away. File dear old mom away. We'll be, we're going to circle back around to dear old mom. But wait, there's more. Here's Manziel. You'll hear the question and the answer and it's about the booze cruise. Are you still drinking? No. Not uh, drinking at all? I, I'm not. Going back throughout the last couple years of my life, I was self-medicating with alcohol. Like That's what I thought was making me happy and helped me get out of that depression to a point of where I felt like I had some sense of happiness. All right, so he's, uh, he's uh, no longer boozing. Woohoo! Good for him. Uh, here's more from, from Manziel. And I mentioned this, that he claimed he's on medication there, that he's got this under control, the bipolar condition, which many people suffer from. And Manziel says, hey, don't worry, everything's good now. I'm taking medication for bipolar, and, and I'm working um, to try and make sure that I don't fall back into any type of depression because I know where that leads me, and I know how slippery of a slope that is for me. Oh, see, that's good. You worked in Slippery Slope. He's got mom in there. This is good. This is going really well. Uh, but he wasn't done. No, this was a wide-ranging, wide-ranging chit-chat on Good Morning America with the former Heisman winner, my guy, uh, Johnny Manziel. And he pointed out, he said, listen, there's an issue here, and it involves mental health, and I'm fully aware of it. I think my dad, I think my mom, I, th I think Bree would all agree that they've seen a drastic change. Now, the question that you asked was, is that sustainable and will that be the case moving forward? I would like to sit here and say yes, and I have a lot of confidence that that wouldn't be the case. But at the end of the day, it, it's to be seen. I'm still moving forward. I'm still doing what I, the little meticulous things that I have to do on a daily basis to try and keep this right over anything else is what means the most to me. So the main thing to me is not physical health. It's mental. All right, and that built up to a crescendo moment, right? He pops up on TV. What's the goal of all this? Why would you do such a thing? Well, Johnny Football, explain here what the goal is. Please explain. Go ahead. Tell me. I'm coming back from a huge downfall to try and make, I don't know what kind of comeback it'll be, but I know that I want to get back on a football field and do what brought me so much joy um, in my life and makes me happy doing as my job. All right, so here's the deal. Listen, you, you kind of know, and we'll get into this here. You kind of know what this is all about, right? Unless you're a complete rube, uh, Johnny Manziel, the reason that he made this appearance, was this was a tactical appearance by Johnny Football on Good Morning America. Uh, this is not a hardcore football audience. Uh, we know the drill here. He's been out of the NFL since 2015 when he, I believe, was technically in the NFL with the Cleveland Browns, but that's, you know, it's kind of like saying you're, you know, it's halfway in when you play for the Cleveland Browns. All right, so the question is this. Will this Johnny Manziel publicity tour work? And I'm going to set the odds on this, and I am an amateur odds maker. I will say that there's a 25% chance, 25% chance that this works. Now, my thoughts on this, you've got choreographed, image rehab, Father Flanagan, and 
clipboard duty. You've got those four things, and I will attempt to tie them all together. Now, number one, I am skeptical of this entire episode, right? I mean, it's kind of obvious what was going on. You heard the audio. You got a taste of it. Johnny Menzel, clearly this is being choreographed by people around him, the the inner circle of Johnny Manziel, to gain positive publicity. Right? And he would rather play in the NFL than the Canadian Football League. Manziel has been flirting with the CFL over the last couple months. But this appearance on Good Morning America, as I said, it was choreographed. It was an effort to tug at your heartstrings. Right, trying, and maybe not you, because the hardcore football fan, the hardcore sports fan, is not watching Good Morning America. These are those other types of people. Uh, you know, millions of Americans legitimately suffer from mental illness. Johnny Football and the people around Johnny Football are trying to take advantage of this. He's p- positioning himself to play the victim. You're changing the narrative. The narrative of Johnny Manziel had been the party frat boy, spoiled rich kid that tossed away an NFL career with booze, drugs, and women. Right? Overwhelmed. Now you want it to be that you know he's somehow overwhelmed by the spotlight and he had mental illness, and, and that's the new story, right? That, yeah, there was a bunch of whiskey involved in all this, but it ain't his fault. He's got mental illness. That's the problem there. It's not that he was a, pom- a pampered kid and he was born on third base. That's not what it is. The second thing here, and they did a very bad job at disguising this, obvious image rehab, right? Not hidden at all. And the, the, the goal is right in your face, right? Right in your face right there. Cleaning up this tarnished reputation, fallen football star, and all Manziel wants to do here is convince one desperate franchise to take a chance on him. And you know how it works. Everyone loves that comeback story, that feel-good story, and so he's trying with his people around him who are, again, not hiding this very well, but it's being positioned as that corny, hokey, mushy, over-the-top attempt to get another chance, just a tryout with an NFL team. Give me a shot. Put me in. Now, the last thing here, if you look around the landscape of the NFL, and and there's not a lot going on. It's pretty dormant right now. Right, the season ended last Sunday, a week ago from Sunday, the NFL playoffs came to a crashing end. Everyone went to the Mall of America to party, and then that was it. That was it. But if you look around, which teams would actually be willing to take a flyer on Johnny Football? Now, based on his positioning here, talking about, hey, I'm, I've had mental illness, I'm, I'm bipolar, I'm on the drugs, I'm good, give me another shot. The first team that immediately pops up is Kansas City, the Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid has a history of being a Father Flanagan-type coach. Go look up Michael Vick if you want to check that out from back in the day in Philadelphia. As an example, Kansas City, they don't have Alex Smith anymore. He's gone, and they're going to go with Patrick Mahomes as the starter. So if you're looking for an obvious no-brainer possibility, you put Kansas City high up. Johnny Menzel could go there if he proves he's clean and he's uh, not going to fall back into bad habits. That would be a safe landing spot. Out of the limelight, pay your dues, holding the clipboard for a couple years in Kansas City. 
and eventually get another shot down the line. Now, the other teams have been tossed around. you got the New Orleans Saints. Sean Payton has flirted with Johnny Manziel. I'd also keep an eye on the Indianapolis Colts with Doug Peterson, and I'd throw a wild card in there, the New England Patriots. Throw the wild card in there because you buy low, you could sell high. You're getting Johnny Manziel low. You can, if he's got anything left, you can then sell on that on the high end. Now, I would still say the overwhelming favorite is the Canadian Football League. That this this has the the makings of a desperate last gasp attempt to get an NFL offseason contract for Manziel to say, hey, let me in. I can I can do this here. Should, let me show what I can do in the offseason. I'll go to some mini camps. I'll work out. Give me the opportunity. And then when that door slams shut and they deadbolt it at that particular moment, then you you shift gears and you go somewhere else. You shift gears, you go somewhere else. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia is uh, hanging out. He's right, uh, right over there. I, I am hanging out, and I, you yeah. know we've got. I'm here in the update studio. We've got the. We tele- don't have an update anymore. We got rid of the updates well, a couple years ago. I don't know if you know about that. I think it still might be the update studio. No, it's not though. the update. We don't do updates anymore. What, what would you a, call that's it? Such then? A, a 2000s term here. What would you call it? I don't, it's just a room with the microphone. Just, I'm That's here. All it is. I'm here in just a room. You're in a room with a microphone, yeah. and there's some dust that hasn't been cleaned in years, and yeah. So we have you know the televisions on usually to you know different sports channels and things like that. Uh, obviously, to why would we do things. that? Why well, would we watch in case, sports? In case you know monitor things, What's wrong breaking with you? news. But we've you know the Olympics are going on. I know you don't uh, care about that. No, but, I do not. So and anybody have, that mentions the Olympics on sports radio is bad at sports radio. Yeah, That's okay. what I've determined. Uh, but so we have it on the local. NBC affiliate. Congratulations. And I see a news story yeah. about a smash and grab robbery yeah. in Pacoima okay. at Costco. Ooh, Costco. That's, now you shouldn't, you, that's the holy ground. You I know. Not, I'm thinking- That should be a hate crime. So Ben Maller is in his local Costco. I don't live in Pacoima, but yeah, I know, sorry. but you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're pushing around the cart. You've got yeah. you've got uh, the Kirkland products all you know full in there. Big tub of- you know, and you see, and all, yeah. you see two guys in black with ski masks, yeah. you know, smashing like a jewelry case. And, <laughs> does Ben Maller spring into action and say, not in my Costco? Yeah. What I do is I take a Costco Kirkland brand anvil and I knock <laughs> it over their heads <laughs> yeah. like a cartoon I, anvil. I yeah, know, that's what I, I do I was here. unaware that they had They that. have that. I, I know they at, have everything. I, but I, mean, I was actually at Costco on Monday. I just went through to sample the for samples. Yeah. No, I was just sampling the food that they had there. And uh, it was okay. They had decent samples. They had those chocolate-covered almonds that they had. It's not bad for a sample. But they only give you two in a little cup, so you have to go back a couple of times to get a decent amount. Mm-hmm. They had that. Well, I went solid. today to Costco. Oh, congratulations. And, and uh, there, but, it, was, it, it was still busy because it's always busy. Not, but, not like Saturday busy. No, no, no. Good day the, to go to I, I was telling my wife, this is the least amount of people I've ever seen at the Costco. And there, yeah. and there, was, there was a woman uh, giving out little samples of quesadillas. I, I assume it was the cheese- Maybe the tortillas, maybe both. Yeah. I don't know. But there, there was a guy standing there, and she put one down, and he'd eat it, and then she put another one down, and he ate it. And then so way to go. He was on his third <laughs> by the time I passed by, and I'm like, yeah. does she just cut him off, or did she say, I don't care. I'm yeah. getting paid. You can have as many quesadillas as you want. Not so. What the guy should do is just lay on the little table, and she can just pour it right in his mouth. <laughs> she, what, that's, that should be what should happen next. Have you done that? 
Uh, no. No. no but but I, how many in a row have you gone to before you like? May, I don't know. Walk around listen, the aisle and come back again. There, I'm very strategic when it comes to getting Costco samples, and I have a disadvantage. I, I yeah, I you're stand very out. recognizable. I yeah. stand out from the crowd I, I, because of your celebrity. My diminutive, status. of course, yeah. my diminutive size. So it's it is a disadvantage. Uh, I wish I was just a normal size person. I would be much more effective at this. But the strategy, the first one's no problem. The first Costco sample you can do no problem. That's easy. You go in, you get it. I no think problem. even two is not a big deal. But that that, that the, the third the, one. You're, well, you've uh, got to. What you've got to do is have a rotation. You've got to find two or three, and you've got to go. and And the key is to wait for the crowd. There's there. You can get one when there's a big crowd of people, and then the 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 woman, the nice woman there that's passing out the samples, she won't. She'll be distracted by the crowd. And then you've got to wait for that that uh, kind of older woman that starts a conversation with the Costco sample woman oh, to try to her. find out where the where you can buy this, you know, Pat, where what aisle yeah. is this on? So then you can get another one at that particular point. So then you're up to like four. And, and then after that, you know, you again you've got to wait for the crowd. But what I've noticed is if you stay in Costco long enough, they will rotate the positions. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. And then you start. You're in there a long time, aren't you? You start over. The process, it changes over, and then there's new people, and you're starting fresh. Hell yeah. So, wow. it, yeah. So you might, like, just hide out and loiter until they have the shift change and then move back in for well, it's, it's, more samples. It's gamesmanship. I learned that yeah. from Bill Belichick on huh. how to strategically get as many samples as possible. But but yeah, and then I didn't. You know, I couldn't be there too long today. I had other stuff to do, so I yeah. I wasn't there the, well, the entire day. One one final Costco story. This uh, is great. Yes, yes. The the woman that's passing out the samples. Mm-hmm. I decided to ask her where a product was that I couldn't find. Oh, you're that guy. And she said, yeah. "I don't work here." <laughs> but she had the Costco. Like she the, was passing out the samples. Yeah. She said, but she says, "I don't work here." Oh, is it like one of those rotating I, things? I don't know. I I maybe it was just a. Uh, I'll give you a little inside Costco. Yeah. They actually sell space in Costco at the end of some of the aisles. That they rent that out to uh, outside retailers. How about that? Do you know that? It's a little Costco like, like trivia. Those, like those people that are selling like, uh, like d- the little rotating, vacuum cleaners. Yeah, and stuff the like rotating that. blender yeah. guy with the yeah, British yeah, yeah. accent. That guy. No, this was come the through. woman giving out the food samples. She says, "I don't work here." She was giving out uh, little tortilla chips with salsa. Yeah, I don't work here. I'm like, all right. Thank you. It's a good, that's a good strategy. When people ask me about the Fox Sports Radio lineup, I say I don't really work here. I don't know. I have no idea. You know, talk you, you to somebody wanna, who works yeah, You want to talk no to idea. Bill Miller, not me. I, I come in at night. I, no one's around when I come in here. There's no one. There's a guy cleaning the sidewalk with a power washer when I come in. That's about it. You know. Yeah, they don't do that. They don't do that during the day, do they? No. no. Why not? You know, let's clean it during the day. At night, now you do it at night when we're. I like that flame that shoots out of his machine that he's uh, got there. You've seen that. No, I haven't seen that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. We are almost at the All-Star break in the NBA. That's coming up this weekend. Yes, this weekend, All-Star weekend in the NBA. Woohoo! The single worst All-Star weekend. Uh, It's actually now worse than the Pro Bowl, the NBA All-Star weekend. Uh, Congratulations. Uh, I will not be partaking in the festivities, uh, but that's going on this weekend. And the theme around the NBA, massive amounts of headline players missing games, some of them missing the entire season yet again uh, with injury. And despite, this is despite the the big push to change that. I remember in the offseason there was an agreement made to adjust the schedule 
to give players more time off between games, right? Cut down the number of back-to-back games, and yet here we sit a few days away from the All-Star break in the NBA, and if you go back to the same period of time last year from when I was reading earlier, the injuries in basketball, games missed because of random injuries, this has skyrocketed 42% from the same portion of the schedule last year. So they actually made it easier on the players, and yet the injury rate has gone up 42%. So I wanted to talk about it. Now, from, from the story that's out there, the projections indicate that we are staring down the barrel at a 50% increase by the time the season ends because usually what happens the last like month of the NBA season, it's like let's, let's just shut guys down. We'll let them rest up uh, for next season. And so that a lot of that goes on. So we're looking at a 50% bump in games missed for basketball players when they made the schedule easier, right? And players had bitched about the workload. The NBA decided, you know what? You're right. Whatever you want, whatever you want, we will give it to you. They shortened training camp by 10 days. They cut the number of preseason games in half. All of this to cut down on back-to-back games, and it hasn't mattered. Right, hasn't mattered. Now, what's the boogeyman? What is the boogeyman in the NBA world? Well, now the the issue is the lack of conditioning. That the reduced training camp is the reason that players are falling apart, which is just flawed logic. It's silly logic. Now, the the NBA dropped a, a lot of training camp time, as I mentioned. They cut it back and all that to get ready for a elongated uh, period of time off in the regular season. And so the chatter around the association, as they say, is that next on the next frontier here, right, the next frontier is chopping the NBA schedule from 82 games that has been used for the past 50 years, that they tried to play 82 games in the allotted period of time that they wanted, and that hasn't worked this year. Injuries have gone way, way up. And so the next thing is to chop the number of games down in the NBA. So let's discuss. Now the question, what are the chances that Adam Silver signs off on this, that he okays this charge for a shorter regular season in professional basketball? Now, despite the fact that Adam Silver has been a jellyfish as a commissioner, he's been spineless and the players have just done whatever they wanted here. Uh, I am not going to back this movement. Uh, we're not there yet. I say the odds are low. I think the odds are 3%. I'll set the odds at 3% at a shorter NBA regular season, cutting down from 82 games. And, and I'll tell you why. Right? We'll do a little Maller mashup here. My perspective on this, you've got the trickle-down effect, the money pie, you've got the cost of doing business, and – a lot of pampered and coddledness uh, going on. Let me link all of this together. Now, we'll begin with the fact that the NBA players of this particular era are surrounded by the best of the best, right? Best of the, They're also surrounded by yes-men who fawn all over them, right? You're working too hard. The schedule's too grueling, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a fairy tale to think that the Players Association would would actually say, you know what, 
I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off on a shorter season. It sounds ridiculous, right? Because you'd say the Players Association would want a shorter season. The reason that I don't buy the Players Association signing off on this is tr- the trickle-down effect, right? Owners would say, absolutely. You know what? You want less games. Let's play 75 games. We'll cut seven games out of the schedule. You know, we'll cut it down to 70. We'll go from 82 to 70. We'll get rid of 12 games. That's it. We'll get rid of 12 games. We'll make them vanish. But the owners would then say, okay, we are going to redo every single contract. Every single player contract gets redone. And we chop money out of every player's paycheck. Every single player. Minimum salary goes down. You know why? Because we have to redo the national television contract. Every local TV deal has to be reworked. Less inventory means less revenue. Season ticket revenue would go down, right? It would it would go down as well. So then the ball is in Chris Paul's court, and it might sound great that, hey, 70-game season from 82 games, but would Chris Paul and the Players Association be okay reimbursing the owners and taking less money? I don't think so. Maybe you do. Maybe you're an optimist. You think, oh, yeah, yeah, they have enough money. They don't care about that. Yeah, and there's some guys that would say, sure, LeBron James makes more money off the court than he is on the court. For him, it's no big deal. Um, and But for the, the majority of NBA players, that's not the case. They're not selling you sneakers and all kinds of crap you don't need. It, it, it's not. It's not the way it's done here. And so they'd rather play 82 games over, you know, got 10 months, uh, rather than slice away from the money pie. And the second part of this, many bleeding heart basketball bloggers have convinced themselves that the injury rate has to be close to zero. And where I'm sitting here, this is an unrealistic pipe dream. Right? You're never going to get that utopian outcome. It's not going to happen. We heard the same bitching going on in the NFL when star player after star player ended up in the infirmary. You lose a quarterback, you lose a quarterback, you lose a star defensive player. A certain number of players are going to get hurt during the course of the regular season. It's actually by design. The selling point had been it was a war of attrition, right? The the last team standing that was somewhat healthy would be crowned the champion, right? It's the cost of doing business that you're going to have players that are injured. That's that's what happens. It's the facts of life. Uh, we're not playing with a bunch of robots, and even if you had robots, you'd just get new robots and put them out there. If you play long enough, you're going to have 100% injury rate. That's part of professional sports, part of any sport. Right? You're in a beer league softball outfit. You're going to get hurt if you play enough beer league softball games. You're going to pull a muscle. You're going to end up missing games. And, and these guys are in great shape, and they're you know, trained year-round and all that. But let's also not hide from the elephant in the room here. When you talk about NBA players and the injury rate, Games missed rate at 42% uh, from from last year in professional basketball. The culture of basketball and injuries, it is now socially acceptable. You are not shamed for missing games. There used to be a great pride in playing in as many games as you can, being the Iron Man, right? It's not like that anymore. You, 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 it's, it's fine. You, you got to miss a couple of games and you're not really hurt, no big deal. No big deal. And the NBA, they, they when they extended 
the season, got rid of the, the preseason, and they tried to get rid of the back-to-backs. The goal, you remember what the goal was? They didn't want players. They cracked down on players who were getting rest days. So what has happened now is you have an uptick on players who suddenly have pulled hamstrings or flu-like symptoms or lower back pain, which is just the same as what was going on last year where players were taking nights off when they could have played, but they were resting up for the playoffs because the the nerds have taken over and they've determined that if you play a certain number of games, you are more prone to be hurt, and therefore we have to jerry-rig the schedule. We have to manipulate the schedule, much like politicians manipulate voting blocks so they, they get their people elected. The same thing happens in basketball, but it's like manipulation of the schedule. Now, the last thing on this, despite the, the lifestyle being pampered and coddled and all that, with the best of the best as we talked about, right? You can, the pendulum has shifted. Pendulum has shifted the other way, away from the Ironman, and yet you've got guys that are surrounded by the top nutritionists, sleep experts, exercise gurus, the, the, the best that money can buy. And yet, if you judge things based on injury rate, they are missing more time than ever before, ever before. And again, I, I maintain there is a very slim chance, I say less than 5%, that this changes. It will be talked about. They will throw out different scenarios of how many games we can get rid of the schedule and be okay and how we can still make our money. But ultimately, at some point, the owners, and it won't be Adam Silver, because Adam Silver works for the owners, so it'll be the owners collectively that'll get together in a boardroom and they'll say, okay, we'll play less games, but we need A, B, and C. And if you don't give us A, B, and C, we're not going to cut the schedule down from 82 games. Less inventory means less money. And if we make less money, you make less money. You don't want to make less money. So, therefore, we have a standoff and a line has been drawn in the sand. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. I'm going to talk about any of that. It is all fair game at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That is at Ben Maller. And we have right now Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia, who's uh, right over there. Now, speaking of the NBA, Eddie, the Golden State Warriors played the Phoenix Suns. They sure did. What a game that was. Very competitive NBA game. Mm. But the the story of this game is not the outcome of the game because the outcome was never in doubt. The story here is what Steve Kerr decided to do during the game. He handed off the coaching duties to the players, right? He says he did not mean any disrespect to the Phoenix Suns, but he decided to let the Warrior players coach themselves in this particular game. And he claimed it was because they had, they had stopped. Listen, we actually have audio on this, too. Uh, we have this. Right, here's a, let's hear from Steve Kerr, the Warrior coach, trying to explain why he – this is a dereliction of duties by Steve Kerr. His job is to coach the team. Listen to this. I think that's one of the first things you have to consider as a coach. It's not your team. It's not Bob Meyer's team. It's not Joe Lacob's team, although I'm not going to tell Joe that. Um, it's, it's the player's team. It's their team, and they have to take ownership of it. 
I told Jay afterwards, I said that, you know, people may make a big deal of it and uh, had nothing to do with with being disrespectful. It had to do with me trying to reach my team. I have not reached them for the last month. Uh, They're tired of my voice. I'm tired of my voice. All right. So Steve, Jay Triano is who he's talking about. He's apparently the coach of the Suns. Who knew that? Uh, And so he's, he's talking about that. Now, this is going to be a big deal uh, throughout, you know, I, a relative big deal, because people are looking for content here, and this is a story. It's, it's, it's not even the all-star break, and you're letting, you're letting the players coach the team. We see this in baseball, like the last game of the regular season. Joe Torre used to do this. Joe Torre, when he's managing the Yankees and the Dodgers, would let a player manage the team the last day because it was like a meaningless game. But this is absolute. There's no way you can spin this. It is not disrespect to the Phoenix Suns. Because Steve Kerr would not have done this if it had been against San Antonio in a key game. He wouldn't have done it. It was obviously because it was against the Phoenix Suns. And, and he realized the players can go out there and coach the team. They'll win. It was obviously well, who, a, a kick in the nuts to the yeah. Suns. Don't tell me it's not. My question it would be, who fine. cares? Who cares? The Suns. It's disrespectful, well, Eddie. How dare again, you? Again, who cares? Uh, you know who cares? I'll tell you who cares. The great Phoenix Suns of all time. You go back through the record books of Phoenix Suns. You go back to the olden days. Cedric Sabalos, who used to work here. No. He you cares. Think Charles Barkley's pissed off right now about yes. this. I, I Kevin Johnson it. cares. I think, all right? I, think, I think they're saying, well, no, that's no. what happens when you suck no, no. as bad as Tom the Suns suck. Tom Chambers cares. Dan Marley. This matter. Dan Thund- Marley. Not Thunder Dan. Get it right. The Matrix. Sean Marion. Somewhere <laughs> right now, Sean Marion's upset. Another one, the great Steve Jew, Nash. the great Jew, Amari Stoudemire. Well, Steve Nash works for the great. He's Jew? a Jewish guy, yeah. Okay. Uh, but Steve, uh, Steve Nash works for the Warriors, so he doesn't care. Actually, he works oh, for he the. Does? Go- he's getting a check from the. Yeah, last I heard, he was getting a yeah. check from the Warriors. He still cares though, Ben. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't care. The gorilla, the Phoenix gorilla, Eddie, yeah. still care. He's very upset. Yeah, this is disrespectful. So don't. Listen, Who you cares? Can, Again. I just told you who cares. No, that, that, that's all. You're, that was a bunch of nonsense. That's not a bunch said. of nonsense. Listen, it's professional sports. It Sorry, is professional. If you sport. can't show up and play better, then you deserve that's to be disrespected. That's a dereliction of duty. Steve Kerr is paid to coach the team. He's he, not he's paid, paid to, to keep let the players, the players interested coach in what the they're team. doing too. That's not the way that it works. I would fire Steve Kerr oh, if I was running up. the Golden State Warriors. He should oh be my removed. God, this is so dumb. He should be fired. He just this admitted is, he's lost the team, so, Eddie. This is dumb. He's even admitted for you, ben. he's lost. The, it's not dumb at all. It's stupid. All right, I'm done with you. You have bad instincts. Danny G, turn your mic on. You're good at radio. Danny G. The Golden yeah, State you. Warriors ownership. The coach says, I've lost the team. He's now shock, allowing shock the Mallard players to run the team. That is a fireable offense, right? It's like if I was a talk show host and I said, you know what? I, I just I don't have anything to talk about tonight. Let me have Weed Man Hippie do a Maller monologue at the beginning of the show. You're way ahead of the curve, Ben. This is exactly what the Bay Area morning shows are going to sound like. Exactly. And you know what? They're right. They are absolutely. Steve, it's either that or talk about curling. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe they do talk about curling on Bay Area Radio. I don't know. God forbid. I don't know. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right. Here we go. Let's do it right now. We bring in the Coop. The loop, Justin Cooper, with this edition of Mallard of the Third Degree. Then over the weekend, former Patriot Willie McGinnis said that Josh McDaniels himself made it clear that there is, quote, absolutely not an agreement in place that he will take over as head coach after Bill Belichick. Do you believe him? 
Well, yeah, whatever Josh McDaniel say, his word is the gospel. I mean, there's no one more trustworthy in all of professional football than Josh McDaniels. If he says he's going to do something, he puts his name on it, he's going to do it. Unless that is not the case. Unless that's not – listen, a couple of thoughts on this. All right, A, it is against the NFL bylaws to have a coach in waiting. You're not allowed to do it. So McDaniels, even if he's got a deal, he has to play the game – Willie McGinnis, he's in the tank for the Patriots. He's part of the Patriot Alumni Association. He's on the payroll. He's a propaganda minister for the Patriots, so of course he's going to back this up. And B, Bill Belichick, is the he's the one calling the shots in all this. I don't doubt that there were conversations that McDaniels is going to be the heir to the throne, but Bill Belichick might have a change of heart. He maybe doesn't want to retire next year or two years from now. And he wants to keep coaching. Are they really going to remove, forcibly remove Bill Belichick from the sidelines? Josh McDaniels, he, he certainly got a leg up, but that doesn't mean a year from now somebody else isn't going to be the hot guy, the hot coaching candidate, and McDaniels ends up getting kicked to the curve. Next! Now, there's some critics that think that Conor McGregor is ruining the UFC with his his Mayweather feud. Now, the argument is that the UFC has tried and succeeded for so long to not be like boxing, but with these novelty fights, that's exactly what they're being compared to is boxing. Yeah. Now, McGregor's in his prime, and they need him to be fighting MMA fights, but he's doing these novelty things. Ben, do you think that his feud with Mayweather will end up hurting the UFC in the long run? No, it actually helps the UFC. Right, it helps the UFC. By no means is this doing damage to the ultimate fighting championship. It's not. That's not the case at all. First of all, it is a stretch. The whole correlation causation argument. Conor McGregor needs to look out for one person and one person only. Conor McGregor. If the UFC paid comparable salaries to the amount of money that McGregor can make for these dog and pony shows, then it wouldn't be an issue. And you, you'd be like, all right, McGregor would be a fool to take these other things on, but that's not the case. You know it, and I know it. And secondly, you know, I've got relatives that I see on a regular basis that love the UFC, and they want me to talk about UFC. They don't understand why I don't talk about the UFC more on the show. My issue is that it's a niche sport, and it has plateaued here. The UFC has to find a way to create bigger stars. And they then have to keep the bigger stars engaged, and they have to find a way to pay them more money. And that's all part of the, the process or process. They're not there yet. Next. Sean White found a burger named after him at the Winter, Olympic, yeah. Winter Olympics. $900 burger. Yeah. <laughs> that don't bury the lead. Well, uh, you have a number of food items named after you that's all over correct. the country, Thank ben. you very much. But yes. uh, as far as I know, none international. And all affordable, by the way. If you were going to have food named after you in another country, which would it be? Well, I have my own cottage industry. I have the, the Ben Maller Chicken Fingers at the Landing Eatery and Pub in beautiful Liberty, Missouri. The Maller Fowler at the famous Flamingo Cub and, Club in Lawrence, Kansas. The Ben Maller Chicken Tender Sandwich, which is it's at, in Denver at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill in the Denver area. I've had that one. You have, and you enjoyed it, right? It's a great sandwich. Yeah, but I made them put ranch on Shut it. Shut up. All right, it was a great sandwich. I'm going to tell the owner of that place not to put ranch. No, do not accept the order if they put ranch on that. That's that's blasphemy, is what that is. Uh, but the next the next frontier, actually, forget international. I, I'd like something in L.A. I'd like something in Boston, right? I've been in L.A. radio 20 years. I'm a local beacon of Boston radio now, so I'd like something in those cities. And then outside, uh, we almost had the Ben Maller Pizza in Vancouver. 
I uh, then like Ottawa. I want Toronto. And then I want to go New Zealand, Australia. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Then you pass this edition. That's so it. All I do is win at this game. All I- Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, welcome in our contestants, Jason in Ottawa. Hello, Jason. Ben, hello, congratulations to all the Bangwares, except for Justin. I am the true game show player of the year. This is an 06 Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant situation. All right, uh, Jason, uh, you, who do you want to partner up with, Jason? Absolutely you, Ben. Okay. You will crush them. All right, we're going to win. Thank you for that, Jason in Ottawa. Mr. Wonderful, who do you want to partner up with? Uh, I'll take Eddie. All right, very good. That is the matchup. Let's play the game. All right, guys. A classic battle between Ben and Good Eddie. Yeah. Here we go. It is the Benny's Winners Edition. Category one, Rachel and Montebello. Category two, Nashville Danny. Category three, just Josh Dammit. Or category four, Weed Man Hippie. Jason, you are on the line first. You get to choose first. Weed Man Hippie. All right. Pick caller of the year. And right. that leaves you, Mr. Wonderful, with Rachel, Danny, or just Josh. I'll take Josh. Josh, okay. Mr. Wonderful. Right. Let's go. Here we go. First Let's do it. First round. Big Ben, are you ready? I am ready. You and Jason have Weed Man Hippie. These athletes have all gone bankrupt at one point or another. Uh-oh. How exciting. <laughs> all right. 10 to 100 on the board. <laughs> we need the first and last name of these sports figures. All right. 45 seconds on the clock. Ben, yeah. ready, set, Go. Uh, he went to Georgetown basketball player for the 76ers in the early 2000s and the 90s. That's correct. Uh, he was Michael Jordan's wingman with the Chicago Scotty Bulls. Pippen. Correct. Oh, the rebounding freak, friend of the North Korean leader from the Chicago Bulls. Oh, Dennis Rodman. Correct. Uh, number six, number 56 for the New York Giants in the 1980s, the linebacker. Favorite Lawrence of, Taylor. Correct. Uh, quarterback out of Texas, played for the Tennessee Titans. He went bankrupt. Yes, correct. Number 19 for the old Baltimore Colts, known as the Golden Arm. Correct. And uh, Nails for the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Mets of the 1980s and the 90s. No, no, outfielder, center fielder, little guy, diminutive center fielder for the 86 Mets. White guy. Oh. 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 Known as Nails. That was a nail in our oh, coffin. That, that, yeah. was, that was a tough one not to get. Sent you to the Simi Valley car wash right there with that one. Okay, here we go. Mr. Wonderful, you and Eddie's category, just Josh, damn it. These are some of the funniest athletes. All right, Eddie, 45 seconds on the clock. You ready? You ready. Go. Former Magic and Lakers big man, the Diesel. Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, former Clipper just traded to the Pistons. Uh, Blake Griffin. Uh, Denver star linebacker, he wears glasses. Vaughn Miller. Former NBA star, uh, diva, good rebounder. He's played for the Magic and the Lakers and the Rockets. The Lakers did billboards to try and get him to stay, but he oh, didn't. Oh, Dwight Howard. Yeah, uh, current Sixers star big man. He played at Kansas. Uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, former Wizards shooter. He once brought a gun into the locker room. Gilbert Arena. Former Broncos and Redskins running back. He went to the U. He wore weird costumes in his... Uh, uh, press conferences? No, close. Uh, uh, Clinton Porter. Yes. Oh, nice. Ooh. Pulled that out with three seconds left. Well done, left. Mr. Wonderful. Well done. All right. Eddie with a slight lead there. 
That means that, Jason, you and Ben get to go next here with either Nashville Danny or Rachel in Montebello. Rachel in Montebello. Rachel All right, Montebello. very okay, good. Ben. We will do this here. Here we go. These athletes have all won a Rookie of the Year award. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go. All right, known as the Slim Reaper, NBA player for Golden State, former Oklahoma City Thunder. Kevin Durant. Correct. Uh, Washington Nationals outfielder out of YouTube. Bryce Harper. Correct. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves number one pick a couple years ago. He's got three names. He's a center for the Timberwolves. Oh, uh, oh my God. Carl Anthony Towns. Correct. Uh, linebacker for the Chicago Bears in the 2000s. Number Brian Urlacher. Correct. Uh, running back for the Saints out of the University of Tennessee this year. Rookie, number 41. Correct. Uh, second baseman for the Astros. Diminutive second baseman. MVP. Uh, correct. Former Dodger, number 16 out of Japan. Played in the 90s and the 2000s with the Mets also. Oh. Japanese Uh-oh. phenom. If you don't get this, I'm going to beat oh, your no. ass. Oh, no. You lied to me, Jason. All right. You sold me a bill of goods. All right, let's go. we got to go you fast here. Here we go. Mr. Wonderful, these athletes have all served big suspensions. 45 seconds on the clock. Go. World famous boxer, the greatest. Uh, Mike Tyson. No, no, no. Old school. <laughs> yes. Uh, Charlie Hustle. Pete Rose. Uh, Hall of Fame shortstop, was with the Mariners at first, then ended with Alex the – Yes. Uh, NBA player, uh, famous for the malice at the Palace. James, Ron Artest. Yes. Uh, NFL player with the Bengals in trouble with the law all the time. Nick, Montez Burfitt. No, uh, nick, nickname is a video <laughs> game. Jones. Yes. Former NASCAR star, it was the, with the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, Jeff Gordon. Yes. Former NBA player, famous for choking his coach, P.J. Carlissimo. Oh, Latrell Freeway. Oh, boom. Eddie go, Eddie, go back to 80. Yeah, you you looked at 80. that wrong. Oh, yeah. oh, well, a, we don't need it anyway. Who cares? Yeah, that's, yeah uh, it's not Jeff Gordon. It was it's Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon yeah. So, but you still, oh, okay. but you still got it anyway, Mr. Well, Wonderful. That was my bad. You ran the table. Jason times. doesn't know his own baseball players. Oh so no, Hideo Nomo's gonna haunt you. Ben, I told you I'd, I'd win you one, but you, you should not. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful, you Mr. get a Wonderful. golden ticket. That was a good game, boys. Good game. Good job, nice job, guys. I got a golden ticket. I want to point out, Jason, that Lenny Dykstra occasionally listens to this show. So screw <laughs> you, okay? Well, you're living in a men's shelter at this point. It was a, yeah, it probably is, but still. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95.
Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.